0: Welcome to the Reality Explorers Podcast. This is my personal journey of exploration and investigation, questioning what is really going on around us. What is underneath the surface of it all? What does our mind interpret as real and what may not be real? Join me now as we dive in deep and explore reality. Welcome to the Reality Explorers podcast with Mark, okay. and uh, I'll we'll let you introduce yourself since uh, <laughs> I, I can add that um, I've been to one of your classes and have received facilitation by you, so that's that's how I know you. But I will let you go ahead and do your introduction mm-hmm. of who you are and what you do. Oh,
1: that's a main. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> it's a be, big question. We could be we could be here for a while for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Markham Bill Loudon. Um, I go by Markham as my little Larry name, uh, which I've written a couple of books and manuals under. Uh, one of the books is the uh, Five Secrets to the Joy of Touch. Uh, the other one is uh, How to Create the real- Reality the Reality You Desire. And the other uh, manuals that I have written are for one is for a uh, uh, acupressure class, the vibrational touch acupressure class. And the other ones are for the acupressure system. Uh, point one, point, uh,
2: yeah.
1: Vibrational touch point 0.2.0 and then vibrational touch 3.0. Now the first one's just basic, uh, using balancing the chakras, balancing the meridian system to eliminate any blockages or, uh, Minor pains, aches and pains in the body. Uh, The 2.0 goes in deeper into the system, uh, very effective for eliminating the symptoms of PTSD uh, and anything else that's stopping you and what you desire to choose. The 3.0 is how to go in to eliminate the memories that are creating the blockages or creating the stuff that's stopping, that's showing up in your life today. How did I get into this?
0: Yes, that's a good question. <laughs> it's a big
1: question. Okay, it started basically in martial arts class um, where I opened my own studio and mm-hmm. uh, I started using a basic form of Reiki to facilitate students and uh, family members of the students when they come in for injury. Um, and that led me into uh, some Qigong. Uh, spring Force Qigong, and then I got into uh, Theta Healing for a while. And that led me to Access Consciousness, and that's where you met me through a foundation and Level 1 class. Yes. And then it uh, morphed into a combination of the vibrational touch system, which is a combination of everything that I've learned. And i found that the clearings work faster and they're more better than anything I've ever done. And you'll find that today. You never experienced it.
0: This is true. Just the, the, one, the one time we did the class and got the facilitation from you. So going back to how I met you. Uh, so yes, so with you being in Access Consciousness and I took one of your classes. The reason that I, w- I wanted to talk with you is you kind of, to, to me, you kind of stood out a little different just because you bring a, I don't want to say higher level of male energy, but you bring this different feeling to axis consciousness than I've felt with other facilitations, Uh, different vibration. Yes. But you bring a, different, But you definitely bring a big male energy to, a masculine energy, but you bring a different kind. I'll give an example. When we were doing our session, Mm -hmm. you were hammering home for me about being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the way you did it, it it wasn't soft and gentle, you know, like some of the uh, other classes I've been to. But it was pretty direct, pretty forward, not sugar-coated, pretty raw. But it wasn't mean-spirited either, but it was – very straightforward and very in your face, like, Hey, um, you need to pay attention to this.
1: <laughs> well, and that's the way I do my facilitation. It's straightforward. I shoot from the hip. I do not sugarcoat it very much. Uh, I have learned to put a, a warning label on it when I'm facilitating for somebody mm-hmm. is it's, it's just what comes out. I'm not being mean. It's the awareness that shows up and you know, it's you either choose it or you don't. Mm-hmm.
2: You know?
0: Um, And then actually, I wanted to tell you, so you're one of the influences on when I created my uh, master's project for graduation from UMS, uh, the University of Metaphysical Sciences, you were one of my influences when I created my workshop, Mindful Reality Hacking is what I called it. And but I used a brute force technique, which is basically instead of you know some people have trouble with meditation, some just don't know how to meditate, some get in their own way with meditation right i came I came up with a brute force method basically that just means um you just overload your your basically in a nutshell, you overload your senses and you have no choice your 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 mind just basically turns off it's like okay, I'm done, I'm tired <laughs> and then then you go into this state of does for a short period of time. So it's a, I call it a brute force me- method. Uh, I found out later that uh, I came across a guy that practices Tantra yoga, and he pulls in all your different senses when you're doing meditation. Mm-hmm. And I found out it's actually similar to what he's doing in a way that he's invoking all the senses, and it caused the same reaction that I experienced, where it causes your, basically your mind to shut off because it's too, so busy with being overstimulated.
2: Right,
1: and that's where I tell you to send your mind down the street for ice cream, so you can tap into the brain, which is in the knowing of the universe. So you can choose what you desire to choose. You know, and that's one of the things that I, uh, you know, I come up with with this. You know, there's there's a lot of words we use in our everyday life that uh, aren't a contribution to us, and we use them just out of habit.
0: So what um, with with that with that thought in mind, what what are some of the big words that uh, people should watch out for?
1: Well, want is one. You know, one has 27 different definitions, 26 mean to lack. So when you're talking about wanting something, you're actually telling the universe the opposite. There's only one definition, and that's desire. Okay. Mm. The other one is need. Need creates neediness. You do it long enough, it'll create bad needs, too, from the emotional impact. Oh, goodness. Of Okay. goodness. Uh, try. You either do or you don't. There's no trying. You tried have you ever succeeded at trying to do anything?
2: Mm.
1: Oh, you did it or you didn't. Okay. <laughs> can't is another one. Mm. Okay, the word "can't." When you tell you tell yourself you can't do anything, guess what? You never will. You can use "I cannot." Goes mm-hmm. the first two words as "I can," and then "not." When you contract them, it shuts up. It shuts the energy off, and you never will. Hmm. Okay. Another word is why. Why keeps you on the, in the never-ending looping of questions, keeping you on the merry-go-mind. It's keeping you in the merry-go-mind around of this reality of asking why.
0: On on, on the topic of why, I, I wanted to ask this because my job is to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you ask why, as a software tester, as my job is to break computer software and programs. Uh, I have to ask a lot of questions. Uh, why? <laughs> here we go with why. But why is why so dangerous?
1: It keeps you looping. It keeps you in, the, in this reality. Uh, and I call it, your mind is the merry go mind. It keeps you looping into this reality. So when you ask why, it's just a never-ending circle mm-hmm. of questions. Of you, you never receive the answers of why. Mm-hmm. But if you act a direct question, you can use send your mind down the street for whatever ice cream. I use ice cream because everybody likes ice cream, you know. And then you can tap into the brain, which is where the, the knowing of the universe is, so you can receive the knowing of it.
0: Is asking why questions similar to the loop of what if questions? What yep. if I would have done that or what if yep. this happened or Keeping is that the same kind of loop? Stuck.
1: Keeping you stuck, not moving, not creating. Why never? You never create anything if you keep asking why. Okay, the other, the next word is but. People use but all the time. You say it something feels. something good, and then you say but, and you negate. Then you say the bad stuff, and you negate all the good stuff. So the universe focuses on the bad stuff. So that's where the uh, most people call it the law of attractions. I'll call it the rule of attractions. Actually, come from.
0: The the what of uh the the rule, rules. Oh, rules. Rules of attractions. Rules. rules of attractions. Okay,
1: when, I'll get I'll get into that in a minute.
0: When you said the word but, it felt like a hard stop to me. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like period. Boom.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, we just had a great day, but
0: <laughs> hard stop.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's why I, don't, I I hate that word. You know. Mm. Another one is understand. The word understand keeps you standing in place under whatever you're trying to figure out, not moving, keeping you stuck, trying to figure something out. So every time you're trying to understand it, you're not creating anything. It keeps you stuck in this reality. The other one is I don't know. I don't know is, is a lie that you're telling yourself and everybody else. It's a mindless response. You do know you're just not willing to look at the possibilities. Another word is goals. I don't use goals.
0: That's a big one. That's a big one because jobs always talk about goals and setting goals. So if you
1: set goals, what happens when you don't attain the goal?
0: It comes across as a failure.
1: Thank you very much. So (laughs) if you use the word targets, what happens when you miss the target? You shoot again. Mm -hmm. You keep shooting until you get better and better and better until you hit the bullseye. So it's not self-defeating. You change the I don't use the word goals, okay my target is for this. if I don't hit the target, guess what I keep trying until I keep doing until I get the heart. I hit the target. See these are some words that we that we use every day that keep us locked up and limited about hmm. not breaking out of this crazy reality that we call
0: here. I mean some of the some of the words do feel really heavy and some of the words actually feel like a trap.
1: They are. So when um, I'm doing facilitation, I you know I'll give the list of those eight oh, those nine things for a client to write down to start mm. to take them out of their vocabulary. It's it it takes time. You're mm. so used to using them, you and you use them habitually, you don't think about it, that it uh a lot of times you know, you just, I use them. I still, they still pop up for me once in a while and I haven't used them for years.
0: Before we go too far on, um, I wanted to add that. Uh, so actually I didn't give you a background while why I was doing the, the podcast and, and, Kind of uh, why I'm choosing certain people. So the the point on the, the podcast again is called Reality Explorers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is this particular series is about me investigating what is reality from different people's perspective, uh, based on their background, their experience. I'm collecting points of view uh, of how different people experience what reality is, and collecting them as a whole, and then kind of looking at everything. Um, after I gathered the information. Uh, But this is just my exploration into finding out what is reality, but based on people's experiences and point of view and uh, occupations they may have had and how that might have influenced their perception. You were with Access Consciousness, and I've had an experience with you with the facilitation.
1: I don't do Access Consciousness anymore, Mark.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: No, I do my own thing. I do vibrational Uh, touch.
0: I'm glad you. I'm uh, glad you clarified that.
1: <laughs> it was a stepping stone. You know, it's like everything else I've done in this life. I'm not a good follower, Mark. Never been. <laughs> I'll I'll learn what you have, and then I'm going to add my own twist to it. I'm going to move forward. I, mean, I did it with my martial arts. You know, you know that's how I became a grandmaster at Golden Dragons Martial Arts. I put five systems together that nobody ever thought of.
0: That's the key word right there. Uh, That piece that you talked about, taking different parts and putting it together to make a new system.
2: Right. That's what I did with
0: my project. I took pieces from here and there and kind of brought it together. It just needs fine-tuning, but I brought different pieces together.
1: I did the same thing with the printing industry. I was in a Mm -hmm. lot of different shops. I took the best out of each shop and put it together. When I became a production manager, it made the shop work efficiently dropping mistakes below 10%, uh, saving the company money. And every time I did it, the, the owner ended up selling the business and retiring because of it.
0: Oh my God.
1: And it happened three times, Mark.
0: Oh my gosh. It's <laughs>
1: like oh. uh, It was good for them. So I did the same thing in the martial arts. I did the same thing in the healing business.
0: So question, um, Going back to uh, the framework that I have here, I, I mean, we've, we've been chatting on. I know we touched on reality a little bit in places when we we're talking about the words and the meanings. Um, so big question. I know, I know it's huge, but what is um, reality to you? How do you define reality? And uh, Ever-changing. Ever-changing?
1: Yes, it's ever-changing. Reality is what you make. You make it, you can change it to whatever you want. Everything is energy. Everything <laughs> can shift and change. As long as you have the right tools to do it. Okay? The problem being is a lot of people, and this is one of the things that the you know the, the three wise men told me, that the laws of the universe are a lie. He said they were never laws. They originally was rules. Rules you can bend. The only thing you do with a law is break it. So it doesn't make sense that God would put their creator, all mm. it is, would put together a bunch of laws for us to break. doesn't make sense. Rules you can bend. So, so by doing, changing. You change the law to a rule, then you're mm-hmm. able to manipulate it to what you desire.
0: So some of these things that they're... Referring to as laws of the universe. I think it's like 13 or something crazy sure. like that. One of them being laws of manifestation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so do you have to change the whole phrase or just the word rules?
1: Uh, well, you have to go in and destroy it and create the law. So one of the things that uh, the what I use the abbreviation of UDPC. Universes, levels of dimensions, and planes of consciousness Can me and my body be to destroy and uncreate the laws of manifestation? So be it, it is done. And then what UDP sees can me and my body be to shift and change the laws to rules Mm -hmm. of manifestation so that I can use them the way they were designed to be used? So be it, it's done.
0: I got chills when you were talking about that. Uh, this is what this, this is the
1: UDP sees what it does. It gives everybody chills. It goes in and cut deep into the core and eliminates all the bullshit that was there before.
0: I mean, I felt that I felt the chills when you were talking yeah. about, yeah,
1: it's, it's an amazing thing that that they, you know, I'm so grateful that they chose me. Um, they said I signed up for it. <laughs> Believe that a long time ago. <laughs> You know, and one of the things that I thought was interesting is when, uh, I would talk to them, they would, they would laugh when I would say something a couple of times, like, uh, so be it, it is done. And they would laugh. And I said, well, what's so funny? And he says, because when you and God are sitting around this big table, deciding what you want to learn when you come back, he tries to talk you out of all the bullshit that you think you need to know. When you mm-hmm. finally come to agreement with him or he comes to agreement with you, oh, okay, I can live with that. Um. And then he says, "So be it is done." And poof, you're here. Hmm. So you know when I got rid of that clearing statement from Access and changed it to this, everything started to change. And you, as you can feel it.
0: Yeah, I felt the, that. I felt the the
1: difference it. being is it actually works. This is what I said. What's one thing that you would like to get totally out of your reality? The thing that's been sticking you.
2: The,
0: the feeling that I keep running away from something that's what I've been you know constantly moving the last three years
1: Lovely okay so truth okay what UDP sees, can you and your body be to destroy and uncreate all the lifetimes all the dimensions and realities where you had to run from everything can we now destroy and uncreate it and we sin we can't reclaim we're not and so now destroy and uncreate it all so be it it is done. And what UDP sees can you and your body be to receive the knowing without the trauma and drama of the reasoning you were running with ease. So be it is done.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, <laughs> I, I, I still did it.
0: Wow, that's powerful. I'm feeling that.
1: Yeah, you know, the other thing is, you know, you have to – the. A lot of stuff that is affecting us in this lifetime is the, okay, true. So how many lifetimes were you a nomad? First number? got six. Six million? Six. (laughs) Six. 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 Yeah, everybody likes that little bloody number. (laughs) You're an infinite being. You've been around for trillions of years, and you've only been a nomad for six. Right. I get it. I love it. (laughs) See, you say the word, the number, and I get the infinite number of it. <laughs> Is it six?
0: Something 60, or another. <laughs> six
1: million? 6 million, 60 million. So what UDPCs can in your body be to destroy and uncreate all the magnetic, encoding, electrical, imprinting of all the lifetimes that you were a nomad and enjoyed it, can you now destroy and uncreate it because it's not a contribution to you in this lifetime? So be it, it's done.
0: Hmm. (laughs) that's good i that was different too that was like my my back that was like my sides that was different
1: and that's what the vibrational touch system does when you get to the 2.0 we don't just put hands on the head we go down the entire body as we're doing clearing statements to eliminate all the trauma and drama that's uh Trauma, trauma is the wrong word. So if we go into the magnetic encoding and electrical imprinting that has come in from all those lifetimes with the being, that is not a contribution. Okay, for an example, for me, I had, uh, even to this day, how do you put it? Fear, it's not a fear, but it's a knowing that I've drowned multiple times. Not just once, I mean multiple. And I've almost drowned three times in this lifetime. So when I and a lot of times when I do a session, it's almost like most people call it a a uh, it's at, uh, past uh, life progression. Mm-hmm. It just brings all the past life stuff that's not a contribution, so we can get rid of it. So I was aware that I was a pirate and a I was captain of a of ship, pirate ship, and I've seen the gold chest of gold sinking in the ocean multiple times. So, when I destroyed and uncreated all the magnetic encoding electrical imprinting of being drowned, it's easier to get in the water. I mean, shower's not a problem, but getting into a pool or the ocean is easier now so mm-hmm. i I still have work to do on that that
0: aspect. You were talking about past lives uh and being an influence on the current experience mm-hmm. yeah there's um one one past life that I had that was. A theme, actually. Uh, and I, I can kind of see where it overlaps and bleeds through. Um, being uh, in incompletion, you know, not completing what you desire to do for your life. Mm-hmm. This uh, I don't want to say the word want, but the desire to what you wanted to do with your life and create. And then it, just not seeing it finished, seeing it through. Right. And you're left with this incomplete feeling.
1: So how many lifetimes was that?
0: 2,000. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what UDPCs can in your body be to destroy and uncreate the 2,000 lifetimes where you felt incomplete, you never finished, weren't able to finish, whether because you were killed or something else, can we now destroy and uncreate it all? So be it is done. And what UDPCs can in your body be to receive the knowing Without the trauma and drama that's stopping you from completing things in this lifetime so that you are able to know how to finish everything you desire, so be it is done. That changed.
0: There was something, yeah, there was something there. It wasn't like the, the tingles from before, but it felt like a weight shifted.
1: Yeah. yeah. And this is the, this is what I'm talking about when I do a, do a session. With people using this verbiage, it moves the energy. It's almost like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders.
0: That would that would explain the, the weight shifting experience that I felt.
1: Yes. Hmm. It's been waiting on your mind and your shoulders and your body for all eternity. How come I never able to finish anything? <laughs> and what kind of judgment is that? What if you weren't supposed to finish?
0: That's interesting, yeah, because it could be just be a lesson, uh, what you, something you wanted to experience. Yeah.
1: So you judge yourself. So what UDP sees can your body be to destroy and create all the judgments that you have from all those lifetimes of never finishing? Can you now destroy it and create it and return it from once it came, never to affect you ever again and for all eternity? So mm. be it as done.
0: Each one of these has a different sensation to it, <laughs>
1: because each one of these is in a different place.
0: That was that, that one felt like a whooshing feeling, kind of like uh, like energy coming down and kind of washing out. Nice, yeah. Okay. So like I said,
1: this technique is different than anything I've ever done, <laughs> and it works that fast. And, and, and you know when I do a session, mm-hmm. I do a ninety-minute session. But then I also have a follow thirty minute follow up session twenty four to forty eight hours afterwards because of the people go back into judgment a lot of times and pick picked it up they pick stuff back up and then they you know they think oh it couldn't be that easy to get rid of
0: they just go back into to the old thought patterns and experience
1: oh well, because it's habitual mm. it's a, you know this is something that you have to actually work it's like a muscle you've never used before. You know, the first time you're going to be a little sore. It's going to be a little tough, and each time you do it, it gets easier and easier and easier. But this is how we change the reality. So if you don't like something, let's change it.
0: That's the um, way I look at it. How do you choose to work with reality and play play the game, so to speak, uh, which we've been talking about with how to how to modify your experiences or clear clear away certain energies. Mm-hmm. Um, So one of the questions I wanted to ask you was again, each person I talk to gives me another layer, another perception of of how to look at things. As far as reality itself, the experience of being here, some folks look at it as an internalized experience. Everything's internal, uh, nothing's out there, so to speak. And some other folks have (laughs) some other people have the opposite experience, where it's a shared reality. It's not all just internal. It's it's a it's an out there thing. And then you're experiencing it from this playground, so to speak. Uh,
1: what if you have other influences creating the reality and you buying it as yours? An example. Yes. Alcoholics. Okay. They never say, I need a drink. They always say we need a drink, which tells me that there's multiple entities in the system, creating the desire to drink. When you eliminate the entities, a lot of times the ailment will dissipate on its mm. own. It's like smoking. I have one of my uh, programs is the uh, the freedom of uh, choose your freedom, which is the non-smoking. Most people smoke. It's because they pick up the entities, the tobacco entities, the nicotine from previous lifetimes. And once you get rid of that, the sensation goes away. I mean, I, uh, one of my clients was uh, smoke-free in 10 days. Smoked a half a pack a day. 10 days, completely smoke-free. Still smoke-free today, and that was three years ago.
0: That is, that's very significant.
1: So when you, know, when you talk about addictions,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's, for me, it's, it's demon and entity driven. You eliminate the demons and entities, the addiction dissipates.
0: Let me uh, ask you a question about that. So you brought up demons and entities. What's the difference between a demon and an entity?
1: An entity. A demon is an entity you've given a job to. It doesn't mean. Don't get me wrong. There are some bad ones out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, most of the time, they're just uh, an entity that has a uh, an agenda that you've given your will to. Like I need help. Please help me. And this entity shows up you think it's an angel sometimes it is sometimes it's not you know and even an angel is an entity you know so you know and they say well i'll help you and then it's good for a little bit and then next thing you know everything's making a left turn because they have their own agenda mm. you give giving the free will to them mm. so when you eliminate the demons and entities you know in my interesting you know from the three wise men and in my interesting experience is that uh, emotions are run by demons and entities you eliminate the demons and entities, and you stop reacting to situations. You're able to process them calmly mm-hmm. without the reaction.
0: There's some deep stuff there. <laughs> I'm still processing what you said. There's 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 some deep stuff there,
1: which I find interesting. I mean, it's one of the newspapers articles I, I read from a psychologist was uh, the fact that um, PTSD is run by emotions. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, eliminate the demons and entities of all the lifetimes that created the PTSD in the first place so that we can eliminate the symptoms of the PTSD and the triggers and then a lot of times it just dissipates.
0: Let me ask this question. Since you brought up the PTSD, if someone's listening and they do have a PTSD problem, what would be the clearing statement you would use for that?
1: Uh, At the See, that would depend on what symptoms they're having, what triggers, you know, is, uh, what's, you know, are they, um, and believe me, everybody can have it. Everybody, Mm. not just, uh, military and fire and police and firemen and first responders, um, and and veterans. It's like anybody, you get in a car accident, you have PTSD from the accident.
0: Well, you're definitely, you're definitely zoning in on It's the connection here. You're definitely zoning in on something. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I was re- uh, referring to as an accident uh, triggering PTSD, traffic, and big trucks. Oh. <laughs>
1: so it would be like, so what UDPCs can you in your body be to destroy and uncreate all the lifetimes that you've had a c- car crash or you've had some type of trauma and drama around uh, an incident where you ha- you were in that uh Fight or flight mode and destroy and uncreate it and return it from whence it came, never return to you, your body, reality for all eternity. So be it, it is done. Wow. That changed something in you.
0: Yeah. Definitely felt that. So, how, so let me ask this question. So, when you're doing the processes, how does it come to you? Is it an intuitive? Uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's a knowing, it's sensing the energy that I'm dealing with a client. And each each session, I, I mean, I have I've done multiple sessions with people, and it just means I get deeper and deeper with them, with uh, what with they're desiring to work on. You know, some one time it's like uh, trying to get rid of an X and all the crap that's going on with that. Um, mm-hmm. A couple times it's I even work with uh, getting clearing the house, a house and land. Uh, a couple months ago, I even did a a, a school that had oh, multiple wow. demons, multiple entities.
0: So not only just working with people, you can work with places and buildings. And there's a good story actually that you shared with me once. I know we're kind of headed towards that direction of me asking the question about uh, what's some interesting experiences that you've had with, uh, not reality, but like when the matrix broke, you know, strange, unusual things. Um, Can you share the story you told me about your door? Where your oh, the, door was locked. I
1: locked, locked, the, door, locked yeah. the keys in the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. Well, it's. I was late for work. I ran out the front door. And as the door shut, I checked my pockets and realized my keys were sitting on a coffee table. I said, oh, shit. So I tried to use a credit card to get in, I couldn't get in. And I walked around. My daughter was living with me at the time. I walked around the back of the house to see if the sliding glass door was open downstairs, and it wasn't. Um, and then I was walking around back. Uh, and of course, I was asking, you know, how does it get better than this? You know, uh, what else is feasible here? I got just came in at the, ask the house. Hmm. Like, really? So I said, like, okay. I asked the house, house, can you help me get in? And I got a yes. It's like yeah okay, you know some of the stuff I talk about. If you didn't know I did all this other things, you'd think I belong in a loony bin. Okay, where before when I walked up to the door, the the door actually jiggled. Where before it wouldn't jiggle at all. Okay, use same credit card. I was in the house in 15 seconds. Then I said house. I didn't know her name then. I said house. Don't let anybody else do this, ever. And I told my daughter about it. And I guess uh, this was like on a Wednesday. That Friday, when I got home, she said, Dad, what's going on? I said, what? She said her boyfriend, I think it was Ryan at the time, was uh, he said, he stood outside the the house, the door, trying to break in for a half an hour and it wouldn't let him in. <laughs> I said, that's because I told the house not to let anybody else do it but me.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: So – you know that's how you can talk to anything. You know, and then I, uh, later I got that uh, when I asked what her name was, her name was Dorothy. So Dorothy is uh, a very wonderful contribution to my life and living. Uh, Candy is my explorer. Tracy is the Corvette. Uh, Vicky is my clarinet, or I'm sorry, my sax my saxophone. She's gonna roll over in her grave. I call her a clarinet. <laughs> but one of the things that i do when i when i go out like this morning you know i get in candy and so i'm driving down the road i ask i said so what UDPCs can me my body and candy be to be invisible to the police speed cameras and traffic cameras invisible to anybody else so be it is done and believe me when you're doing 70 and a 55 and a cop is up behind you and doesn't pull you over and then goes by it's interesting Hmm. Where he pulls over the person behind you. I did this before where they didn't pull me over. They pulled over the person behind me. It was like, (laughs) how does that work? Thank you, universe.
0: Really? Wow.
1: Always ask questions. When you start with the UDPCs, which is universes, levels of dimensions, and planes of consciousness, can me and my body be, the door opens up. To change whatever you desire to change—it's the beauty of it.
0: With the um, now, you talked about the traffic uh, with the with the cops and and making a statement about being invisible to them, invisible to the, everybody else. What other event uh, that's very that stands out for you is pretty big. That was strange and unusual and kind of pretty significant. You know, it's a, something you can't miss. But you are like, "Dang that." Strange, you know, like reality shouldn't do that. <laughs> it broke.
1: <laughs> um, I wanted to show my daughter how, to, how you could do something, how you mm-hmm. can change the, uh, the taste of something. So I had a bottle of uh, basically it was uh, really crappy Chablis. Mm. and It was awful tasting. And all I did was ask it to change, and I waved my hand over it for about 30 seconds to a minute. And when I was done, it tasted like lemon water. And my daughter said, you're freaking me out. My daughter doesn't tell people what I do because they wouldn't believe it. She says, you do the stuff that's on, uh, like, uh, Doctor Strange.
0: (laughs) That's the stuff. That's it. that's a, good, uh, that's a good analogy to make, actually. That's pretty good. You're like Dr. Strange. It's like,
1: what do you mean? I've, and that was before I even seen the movie. That was like, <laughs> well, that's pretty cool, I guess. How cool?
2: Yeah.
1: That is how I'm able to tap in the energy of anybody when I work with them. It's also doing, I actually do remote acupuncture also. Oh, wow. That's, Using,
0: I've never you know, heard of that before.
1: I have a surrogate that I put the needles in where the person is telling me they're having ailments. I'll run energy on a surrogate, and because the energy is running on a surrogate, I'm talking to them, the energy transfers into them, and the pain dissipates. And I found that it works more effective remotely than it does in person. And the reason I believe it's because when you put needles in the body, even though whether you like them or not, your body, it's a foreign substance, so your body reacts. So a lot of times you'll get 85, maybe 90 about 80 to 85 percent of the session when you do it in person when you do it remotely you get to receive a hundred percent of the session because there's never any needles going into the body and sound i use sound also to manipulate the uh meridians that are associated with the meridians to calm the pain down that's like one of the things for you know i was thinking about doing for this uh coronavirus going on is to do maybe a, a small podcast of, uh, on Facebook to help anybody who's having issues breathing because there's certain mm-hmm. sounds that I could use and I can use the, the, uh, the surrogate in the lung meridian to dissipate and open up the lungs so take a deep breath okay let it out You ready? Yeah. take a deep breath. It's easier wasn't.
2: it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't uh didn't feel like I was pushing as hard to just yes. do it, yeah. Or try, trying as hard. <laughs> exactly.
1: And that's what the sound does. Okay? Um and, and the interesting part is it's it's the same sound that I use in my martial arts class that we use a sharp blast uh to shut down the meridians. Okay. I actually elongated it uh, when I started working on my clients. And I just let me. Would you mind if I try this to see if it works? You know, and that's and that's how it came about. So I elongated oh. the sound, and when you elongate it, the body just resonates with that sound, and that's just the the sound for the metal, which is the lungs and large intestine meridian, because there's always in pairs when it comes to acupuncture spring force. Or the five-element theory of acupuncture. So it, uh, when you do that sound and you elongate it, it opens it up and lets you breathe easier.
0: It was interesting. Uh, now that you did that, when I could tell you I noticed when you started talking initially about the surrogate and um, the, your process, I started drifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when you did the sound thing, it brought me back, kind of focused. But I was starting to lose... I was drifting a little bit as you were talking about using the surrogate with your... Uh, acupuncture? Uh, acupuncture, yeah. And then when you did the sound, it, it brought, back, brought my mind back to focus. <laughs>
1: well, and why do you think that is? Okay, the mind wasn't focused because it wasn't... You weren't breathing efficiently. Ah. Okay? When the mind is when the brain is, is uh, actually deprived oxygen, and even though it's oxygen, you know, when you breathe, it's involuntary. It's, it's involuntary. You just breathe. Okay. How efficient you breathe is a different scenario. Okay. When you're breathing efficiently, you can take a breath, and your whole body is rejuvenized. And each, each pair of meridians... Mm-hmm has its own element, and its own, the element is what the different sounds are associated with.
0: Different uh, different sound for each meridian or for each element? Each,
1: well, each pair. Oh, each pair. Yeah, you always have, the, the meridians are in pairs, yin and yang, and there's fire, there's mm. metal, there's wood, there's earth, and there's water. That's the five elements. That's why it's the Five element theory of acupuncture. And I came and brought these sounds uh, in such a easy, an interesting way. Okay.
0: But how's that?
1: So, well, one of the uh, masters of Kyushu that uh, I was studying uh, for a while, he was doing uh, DKI uh, with a different instructor, and they had different sounds. And then he, he told us, um, I went on a martial arts cruise where the four of them were four masters were together and they were, you know, they did sessions. So we would train during the day and cruise at night. It was a nice vacation, working vacation. But he was saying how that, uh, he used to work. I don't know if he still does. He used to work for the telecom company. And one day they gave him they paired him with this older, I don't know if he's Japanese man or a Chinese man, I'm not sure which one, Oriental. And you know, after about six months of working with this guy, and the guy says, uh, so I hear you do martial arts. He said, yeah. He said, do you know sounds? He says, well, yeah, I know this. He said, no, do you know this? And, and then uh, Gary woke up 20 minutes later. I mean, what the hell was that? And he said, well, these were the sounds I was taught because each element has a sound that's associated with it. So he passed them on to Gary. Gary passed them on to us. Uh, so that's how I came about the sounds. The fact that I was I got into healing, uh, it just, uh, by chance, what would happen You know, if a sharp blast shuts them down? You know, which makes it easier for the martial artist and the person for self defense to knock somebody out. You know, how what would it take to open them up and you know, because each time there each time there's pain in the body, it's usually a pressure point that's blocked. When the pressure point is sending sensations to the brain that it's blocked, which creates the pain. So when you add the sound and you elongate it, it's almost like a long vibration of, of taking Say if you had a, you know what happens when you have a, a a rope and you tie a rope to, to a fixed point and then you just wave it up and down. If mm-hmm. you had something stuck to the rope, what's going to happen? It's going to come unstuck. So that's just like the 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 sound. That, that's my sensing of it is what it does. It just opens the meridian up because of the vibration. Uh,
0: a couple points. Um I was just thinking about the just the simplicity of of that just using sound versus having to go hands on so to speak
1: yeah if you uh well my uh, website markham there is a simulcast from uh, Lynn Waldrum about the sounds on my on my on my uh, website I think I did each sound uh it's only like a you know five or ten minutes split. But it has each sound and me doing the vibration of it. But anyway, what did you want to do here?
0: Yeah, what I wanted to ask you was—I uh, no, try- was trying to remember the name of it. It was that experiment they did with sound, where they were recording the pattern made by the like sand on a vibrating plate. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were—they were looking to see how each sound made like its own pattern, so to speak. Right. I'd be curious to see the the sounds that you're making. It would be interesting to see what kind, of, what kind of pattern you're making, geometric design.
1: I'm not uh, sure. I can tell when I'm doing the sounds
2: mm-hmm.
1: whether or not the client still has issues or not. Okay. When I'm doing the sound and my voice is very, when it starts to break up
2: mm-hmm.
1: as I'm doing it, instead of a nice steady flow, that means there's still issues in the system. It's not until sometimes I got to do it two, three times, that where when my voice starts cracking, then that's Mm -hmm. when I know that the pain is dissipated.
0: So your voice acts as a cue
1: to tell you. It's pretty interesting that way.
0: So okay, so a diagnostic kind of. That's cool. Yes.
1: Um, So I had the sounds, you know, mm -hmm. and then the there are the chakras. If you want to balance the chakras, each chakra has its own particular sound, also, and that's what we do in the vibrational touch system—is teach you the sounds to do to balance the chakras as your uh, first, and then you go into the meridian system to facilitate the client.
2: Well,
0: there's um, definitely there's definitely power in sound, uh, but uh, no buts. Uh, well, I was trying to think of how I was going to reference this. Uh, I guess the point I wanted to make was interesting as an alternative to hands-on touch. Um, you were making the, the reference earlier to changing the wine, mm-hmm. uh, the taste of the wine, uh, and then the way you said you, you did it. It was just the simplicity of how you how you did did that. Uh, I had a similar experience We did an experiment with wine. I I did a quantum touch class. And one of the things they do at the end of quantum touch one is you do an experiment with wine. Uh, You take a really cheap wine, a really expensive wine, and then you do the quantum touch healing on the wines. And then kind of see the effect afterwards. And then it was kind of like a blind experiment because we didn't know... Which one one was was which? Yeah. Then we would go, wow, this one tastes really bad, and this one actually tastes really good. And then Mm -hmm. she was like, well, the wine that you just said that tastes really good was actually the really cheap wine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, anyway, it's fascinating to go through that experience and then hear you talk about the drink and with a much more simplistic, simpler Mm -hmm. method that didn't involve, you know, different modality, but. Easier and ease,
1: yes, and ease you know, and the other thing is you're, you're using your own chi to do it you 're tapping into the energy it's like when you're um, in martial art class, one of the classes I teach in the upper belts is how to move people without touching them
0: is that, yes. um, is that what you're let's see the one what you're referring to is I've seen some videos where the the master would do a move and wouldn't touch them, but then they would react and fall back or move back? yeah.
1: This is where, you know, you get one or two people uh, Mm -hmm. in a line or, you know, I've had, you know, five or six people, and you have one person stand behind all of them. You lock into their system and you pull them back or push them forward so they take a step, okay? I would teach that, and then – when it got to be too easy for them, I'd put them in the dressing room and close the door, and then they would still do it through the door, and make everybody take a step also. Wow! Take to touch, you know, just and this is how you can use your own energy to tap into the energy uh, of other people and, and use it. I mean, it's just like you walk into a room and you had somebody, you you can tell if somebody's pissed off or not. Because right. everybody in the room starts picking up on it. Okay? So this is where when you start to have symptoms of stuff, you mm-hmm. need to send it back to whoever it was you picked it up from because I guarantee you 99% of it is not yours.
0: That goes uh, back to the, the reference, yeah, the, doing the check for does this belong to me, is it heavy or light kind of deal. Yes. And then return to sender consciousness. Exactly, yeah, um, with everything but uh that thing that you that you were talking about with the martial arts and moving people with chi that i mean that sounds like breaking hacking reality right there that kind of stuff well, a sounds lot of stuff totally we fast.
1: do in martial arts is breaking reality
0: what um if someone was curious on what that was what uh what style would they look for what style are we referring to with the chi movements and moving people and is it a combination of different styles? or Well, I teach it. With
1: Golden Dragons Martial Arts, The, the uh, one of the um, Kyushu Jitsu would be another one. I mean, that's one of the styles I teach. Um, I think, put it this way. If they teach it or not, I don't know. It's in every martial art. Whether or not the grandmaster taught it to the guy who taught it to the guy who taught it to the guy, I don't know. That's where the fact that when I, go, when I look at something, I go back to the, the roots of it. I teach structurally. It works because of this, this, and this. That's why it works. There's only so many ways the body bends. There's only so many ways the body... You can manipulate the body. There's only so many ways you can defend the body. And it's all structural. You take the structure... You know, doesn't matter if you're a 300 pound, six foot five guy or, or a 90 pound woman. Structure is structure. You align the bones, it works. You have a stable base, it'll work.
0: This so there's what, systems.
1: Oh my God, yes. This is why the, the grandmasters way back when uh, it worked. They did it a certain way because it was structure based, and that worked.
0: So I guess to um to wrap up, um I'd like to go ahead and give you a chance to talk about um, any anything any information you want to share about you, your practice, uh, people can get in touch with you to look you up. Yeah,
1: I appreciate it, Mark. You, know, you can reach me at uh William Loud or dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh that's uh M-A-R-K-H-A-M-L-O-U-D-O-N dot com. For any information uh, about classes that I have, or to get in touch in contact with me for sessions, uh, I work individually. I work remotely. Uh, if you want to do it in person, I can. I don't recommend it nowadays because of all the stuff going on. Uh, uh, so, um, and it's anything that you that you're having an issue with.
0: Back what you said about. Uh... Experiencing the feeling of the work. I, I felt it firsthand as you were doing the uh, clearing statements. So uh, there, there's definitely something to it. I mean, I felt it. so
1: It's very effective. You didn't feel that in any other thing you've ever done, have you?
0: Not, not in that direct uh, experience.
1: Exactly. But neither have I. I never got it with Access. I never got it with any or Theta. I never got it with Qigong or you know, any of this.
0: The closest sensation I had to what you did, but it was different, uh, was doing quantum touch healing. But that was a different sensation. That wasn't the chills and the energy movements and, you know, coming to you. Uh, it, and that came with ease, too, when you did that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the quantum touch healing, it was, you know, you worked with that. You you worked hard to <laughs> apply... Uh, the modality, but what you did—it felt like it came with ease. Exactly.
1: So, what UDPCs can your body be to destroy and uncreate all the hard work you have to do? Because everybody said it had to be hard. Can we now destroy and uncreate it all? So be it as done.
0: Wonderful. It,
1: well, it can be easy. It can be. We make it hard, Mark. It can be easier or as hard as we make it. <laughs> You know,
0: it's a crazy part. It's it's an interesting game we play.
1: (laughs) Oh, think about it. And part of the problem that, that most people have is in receiving. Okay. The fact that a lot of us brought up in the church or our parents were brought up in the church, you know, we're taught what? It's better to give than receive. So we're never really taught how to receive for ourselves, and if we do receive something for our house ourselves, we're told that we're being selfish.
0: That's kind of charge on it, yeah. That that statement, someone telling you you're selfish, yeah. yeah.
1: So what UDP can in your body be to destroy and uncreate all the lifetimes that you were told that it's better to give than receive, and then you picked it up and you. All the biomimic mimicry and the biometric mimicry that you bought from your parents, your grandparents, and on down the lineage, can we now destroy it and create it and return it to them with consciousness attached? Place, so it is done. Now yeah. it changed, <laughs> didn't it?
2: Yeah,
1: that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was interesting.
1: So the way I look at this, you know, you got our parents. I don't know about you, but my parents never taught me anything. They didn't teach me how to have a relationship, they didn't teach me about money, they didn't teach me about sex, they didn't teach me about anything. How did I learn? I mimicked what they did, or I mimicked what they didn't do. It doesn't give me any choice. Or people say, oh, I did it because my dad did it.
0: The statement that you used, or the word that you used, the biomimicry, so is that the body storing the sensation or the information yes. or belief? The
1: biometric mimicry, the biomimic mi- metri- uh, mimicry, destroy and uncreate it. We do that in relationships. We do that with re- receiving.
0: There was a, uh, a quote, actually, that I wanted to t- say uh, that was very profound to me when I first heard it. Uh, it kind of makes me think of the, the biomimicry that you are talking about. Um goodness of course now I can't find it but anyway um, it, it was a definition about NLP and effectively it was just saying that uh, our, our body stores what we would quote unquote consider sins uh, but our body stores the reaction to the, the what our subconscious is defining it as
1: the energy of it
2: hmm.
1: it's all it is it's just energy the biomimic and the biometric
2: mm.
1: energy of it that's come in from previous lifetimes—you picked it up from your parents on down. Um, it's it's why I go back in, in in lifetimes to eliminate that energy that has come in because it's affecting you now and it's not a
0: contribution now. Goodness, um, for yeah. uh, for. <laughs> My brain is just like it was like so much information. It's like wow. I know. Um, that's what uh, it happens every time with these. And you go back and listen, to this new stuff. It's like wow, hey.
1: <laughs> so, what UDP sees in your body? Be to receive the knowledge with ease. Get your mind out of the way. Tap into the knowing of what's possible. It's easier. So be it is done. I mean, there are so many things you know that you don't know how you know, but you know. Them. Why do you know? You know the way I look at it. You know, from the things that you do in this lifetime that are very easy for you, you've done them in previous lifetimes. I mean, it's easier for you than it is for anybody else.
0: There's a question that came up to mind. I wanted to ask you. I know someone's probably thinking this at some point, somewhere, watching this at some point. Um, The the question was, um, you know, people always talk about life purpose. You know, what's my purpose in life or uh, what am I supposed to do with my life kind of deal? Um, What are your thoughts on life purpose and people being stuck in the mode of always constantly having to figure out what their life purpose is?
1: That's because they're figuring it out. You're standing, trying underneath it, trying to figure it out, instead of just doing. Ask. Send your mind down the street for ice cream. Tap into <laughs> what is my purpose here? I know what mine is. My mind is to get the vibrational touch out there so everybody can have an easier life. Plain and simple. We choose to make it hard. You know, and it's like, you know, it's like the laws of attraction or the laws of the universe. You had a couple of guys who wanted to control all the masses. And when the, in the beginning they knew it was rules, so they said, "Oh, we'll change it to laws," and that's why they changed it to the laws of the universe.
0: Wow! And the, does everyone else just kept quoting it, calling it laws?
1: Correct. So the laws of the universe never work. Destroy the law, bring in the rule; it's it. It'll work.
0: That probably comes along the same lines of the the way the new, the de- new definitions for the words were created. They get rid of the old definition. And create this tricky new definition for people to hang on to. Correct. Part of the control system.
1: It's the new and improved.
0: It's such a fuck <laughs> of bullshit. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
1: You know, if, the, if you call me at 240-285-6107, we can set up. You can text me and set up an, uh, an appointment for a session. Um, it's your choice. All right. Either stay in the muck up to your knees or you raise your vibration and move easier? That's the question. That's your choice. I'm not selling Uh, anything. You either choose it or you don't.
0: uh, Parting question. Mm -hmm. Um, This probably goes back to, you probably have already covered this um, in an earlier part, um, probably with the asking questions and clearing statement, Uh, but for people that are sensitive, so to speak, like I know we've talked about asking, uh, does this belong to me, and sending it back to whoever it comes from. If with people starting to open up and become more sensitive, more conscious. Yes, pe- more and more people are going to be impacted by those around them. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a simpler? Way to describe the you know we we talk about the system of does it belong to me okay is it lighter or heavier okay send it back is there an easier way to describe the system than that yeah, just ask
1: e- how much is mine
0: perfect I, I knew there was a simpler way to to approach it just you know,
1: ask how much is mine is <laughs> that <laughs> if you get five percent it's like, okay we'll send the ninety five percent that's not yours away even if it's even if you buy it, that it's fifty percent yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, send the fifty percent back because fifty percent is a lot easier to deal with than a hundred. That's the cool part. It's just ask the question, truth. How much? Use the word truth. How much is mine? An example. I got up. Yes. Uh, this was about six, about six months ago. Took a shower, sat on the bed, started to get dressed, and I get, "Oh my God, I just want to kill myself." And I was like, "Whoa, who the hell does that belong to? That's not wow. mine." Pfft, is that quick? It came in and it
0: was gone.
1: Yes, that's how quick it can come in and go. Because I knew it wasn't mine.
0: I like the short, shorter approach. It's more direct. It's very short, and concise.
1: Oh, you know what is this? Is it mine? The hardest part is getting your mind out of the way to tap into the brain and the true knowing of the universe. That's the hard part. That's the muscle that has to uh, be—I should tamed. Your mind is a terrible thing. Waste it. (laughs) I love that phrase. (laughs) Okay. So you have to get off the merry-go mind, the merry-go round of this reality. The only way to do it is to give your mind a job to do. Okay. It's like when I'm concentrating on something. I got the TV on, the, com- the other computers on. I got three or four things going on at once so I can folk- give my mind a job to do so that I can work on the work I have to do.
0: I love the way you said that. That goes like counterintuitive to everything that we're quote-unquote taught in school. Exactly. You know, to, fo- to focus on the task at hand, you know, right. turn everything off. <laughs>
1: and, and this is the beauty of why I, get, I believe that martial arts is such a contribution to that. Because you start crossing the center line of the body, that way the right and left lobe starts to talk to each other and opens neural pathways up to both. So it helps you. It calms you. It gives you more more control over the merry-go-mind and not to use it so that you can send it down the street for ice cream, a beer, pizza, whatever you want. You don't have to be ice cream. Whatever your favorite thing is. <laughs> No, just give it a job to do. Okay. And when you do that, you're able to get when I asked a question, like an example, you get the second time you got, oh, it was two thousand lifetimes. Cool. That's what happens when you give the mind a job to do. Before it was like six. You know, it sounds you, like a
0: nice sane number. Yeah. Six. Well,
1: this is the thing is, you know, you're an infinite being. You've been around for four or five trillion lifetimes, or, two or four or five trillion years. Come on, you gotta be more than six. Okay. So it just makes sense. You know, so I'm very grateful for the boys for helping me pull this all together. I had every I had everything in place. They just helped me scoop it together and put it into a format. It's a contribution to everybody, if you desire to use it. You know, and that's the other thing. It's like, I teach classes in this. You know, it's a two-day class. Classes are four hundred ninety-five dollars. That's it. Okay, for the vibrational touch, and you do not have to uh, re-up every year like you do in other modalities. I got, I got a fifth-degree black belt certificate on my wall that never goes away. It doesn't dis- disagree just because I, uh, I'm i not able to teach now, you know. It's like if you get a law degree, does that uh, diploma from uh, Harvard University, does that ever go away? No. So you got these modalities that keep you desiring, or to you have to pay them money over and over and over again. They turned it into one of those uh, scam businesses, basically. That you think that you have to have it in order to do it. All well, you have to get your, your get your brain your mind out of the way, and you know all kind of possibilities open up. You know, it's like uh, you know the entities and demons and, and you know. I get. I I guarantee you that ninety percent of the people who have had automobile accidents. Mm -hmm. had a walk-in come in during the accident you know what a
0: walk-in is oh yeah and this is the first time speaking publicly about this so pardon me for a second okay (laughs) bringing this up but yeah okay so stepping back a little bit um my first uh facilitation section uh was uh, It was brought up that, yeah, there was a walk-in experience. Mm-hmm. And it was a choice of the original self with the walk-in. And it was like, uh, the, I think the question was, which one do you desire to stay? You know, does the walk-in desire to stay or the original being? Correct. Um, it, or actually the question was, which one has the awareness at the moment? And it ends up being the walk-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story... As I say the story but the event looking back as a kid um, there were several events growing up where things could have took a turn
1: uh, so so many walkings do you have? Truth <laughs> just the one liar <laughs> why do I know? why do I say that Mark? which of the ins is the nomad? The one that came in when you were a kid, the original being, or the one that's now? Which one? Truth.
0: The one that came in as a kid. Mm.
1: So that's the one that's running the system.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So, so you still have the original being and another walk-in. And they're both allowing the one that came in when it was a kid to run the system. Is that a benefit? Oh, I don't care. I mean, it's which one do you choose? Which one do you desire to run? The system. So, how many entities do you have, Mark? Truth. 400. Mm-hmm. Nice. Would you like to get rid of them?
0: Yeah, let's get rid of them.
1: Got a question for you. We'll do those later. And we'll do that. I'm going to read a list to you after we do these clearings. Tell me okay. which one pops. Okay. So, what UDPCs can your body be to destroy and create the law of entities? So be it is done. What UDPCs can your body use to bring in and bend the wool with entities? So be it is done. What UDPCs can your body use to have the sovereignty over your body? So be it is done. Mm-hmm. What UDPC can you and your body use? And what VCT of the rule of sovereignty of your body can we be with these? So be it is done. What UDPCs can you and your body use? And what VCT of the rule of sovereignty of your body can you be so that no entities are allowed in the body without permission? So be it is done. What UDPCs can you and your body use to let the entity know that this is not their body? So be it is done.
2: Mm.
1: What UDPCs can your body use and what VCT of the rule of entities can we bend for them to know that this is not their body? So be it is done. What UDPCs can your body use to remove these entities from Mark's body with ease? So be it is done. What UDPCs can your body use and what VCT of the rule of entities can we use to remove... All these entities from Mark's body with ease. So be it is done. And what UDPCs can your body use? And What VCT entities can we use to let the entities know that this is not their body? What UDPCs can your body use? Body B to release the entities with ease. So be it is done. What UDPCs can your body? You, your body and what rules of entities? Can we use to release the entities from Mark's body? And what UDPCs can you and your body be? And, and what VCT of the rule of silence of the body can you be? So no entities are allowed in the body without permission. And then what UDPCs can you your body be to bring in the rule of light with ease? So be it redundant.
0: That that last line was like a surprise. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. It's the truth. How many entities are left?
0: Four. Nice.
1: There's the original bank. There's the walk in. The older walk in. And there's what?
0: Got the word guest, which is an ET. Interesting that that comes up again. <laughs> so, what
1: UDPCs can in your body be for you guys to be in communion with each other with ease? So, be it is done.
0: It's fascinating that you picked up on the ET part.
1: So, what UDPCs can in your body be to destroy and uncreate all the lifetimes that ETs and humans fought and were in conflict? throughout all eternity so be it is done and what UDP sees can you and your body be for the ET the walk in the original being and the walk in and the ET to be in harmony in your system with ease so be it is done
0: okay I felt that (laughs) that was different
1: yeah. Probably don't feel like you're in conflict anymore. This is, you know, for this, this explains for me why when you have somebody that's really, really mad and wants to fight all the time, mm-hmm. this is what's going on in their system. And they don't know how to deal with it, so it just comes out in their personality. The ET is the creative part. The original being is the human. So truth now, which entity desires to run the system? The walk-in. Which one?
0: The first one.
1: Cool. So can we allow the, can you allow the original being and the last walk-in to find its own body now just a choice
0: they work together huh work together
1: that's that's your choice as long as it's a contribution to you I don't care you keep as money as you want you can keep the other 400 back if you want
0: I don't that, nah, we don't want to do that
1: <laughs>
0: this is what I'm
1: talking about I was talking about originally how the clearing statements go deep into the system, remove it almost instantaneously, and you feel the difference. I've never experienced this with anything else. Well, I've been a martial artist for over 30 years. Well, I've been in the printing business for 40 plus. And the healing stuff for since 2005. So that's 15 years. I've never experienced the way this facilitates in any other modality.
0: I think this is the calmest my mind has been since I moved here.
1: (laughs) Or is it the calmest your mind has been since you can remember?
0: It's been a good couple years at least. Cool. Cool. I, I would say since I started the whole moving process last three years. Yeah, this is, it's been at least that long. Maybe a little longer.
1: <laughs> so this is how, the, this is how a session works. Mm. This is the contribution that the session is. The only problem I've had with this mm-hmm. is getting people to choose it for themselves. They think change is hard. Or that it has to be hard. And how can some few words shift and change things that fast? Because they're not used to it. If you think about it, when people have bipolar or their schizophrenia, it's multiple entities in the system. doesn't matter what they are. They're creating it. You eliminate... The entities and the disorder can dissipate. You know, I believe it worked the same with pedophiles. Pedophiles—it's a learned—it's something that they learned. It's something—it's the uh, biomimic mimic. It's not the bio—it's the magnetic encoding, electrical imprinting from previous from thousands of years ago. Mm. A hundred of years ago, it was nothing to marry a twelve-year-old. Today it's obscene. So they're they're again they're mimicking their parents, but it's also that that electrical imprinting uh, and that has come in from those lifetimes. The reason why that's attracted to them, they're attracted to that. Eliminate it, you know. I believe the symptoms will dissipate. The bad part about this is. Nobody wants to believe me because I do not have a DR behind my name. Well, I do, but not in this country. You know, My acupuncture certificate is from China, so I'm a doctor over there, not here. I'm a doctor of acupuncture there. It makes sense, though, doesn't it?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that means you can change anything. Well, that's food for thought, isn't it?
0: that is boy it's been a, a ride tonight wild ride <laughs> oh, that's like. what
1: you talk to me Mark come on
0: I know right it's like yeah I guess I kind of knew what I was signing up for <laughs> oh my goodness well thank you you <laughs> really do thank you You're welcome thank you I de- especially now. I mean, I, I definitely needed that. <laughs> cool. I'm
1: glad I could be a contribution. That's so I always look at it. You know that. I do. I'd appreciate it. Always. always. If I could be a contribution. What contribution can I be to shift and change anything that's standing in your way?
0: I'm glad you were able to show a easier way, you know, that there's easier ways. It doesn't have to be so complicated. I think that to me hit home, I think.
2: Well,
1: you know, like I said, I'm grateful for the three wise men. They, I had it. They showed me the way on how to bring it together. And it's not religion. You know, I know that I've created thousands of religions and run them and killed millions of people in previous lifetimes controlled the masses I believe that's why the Catholic Church calls it mass because they desire to control the masses God did not intend it to be that way it's supposed to be easy
0: The, the word play does make sense though yeah masses now that you put it yeah <laughs> it's interesting. You know,
1: religion has killed millions of people throughout all lifetimes. Created wars. It's better to give than receive. But make sure you tied your ten percent to the mat, uh, to the church first, not to you. Whereas I believe you should be tiding the ten percent to you first, and if you have any effort then you give to the church. Go you on. You have to take care of you first, because if you're not able to take care of yourself. You're damn sure not able to take care of anybody else. I love the airplane. Say it perfectly. Please put the oxygen mask on you first. If you're unconscious, you're not able to help anybody else.
0: Makes total sense. You know, this is where teaching people to
1: receive is important, especially men, because we're brought up that it's not okay to ask people for help, for assistance. You're weak. Uh, you don't need anybody.
0: I mean, who needs a manual, right? Just go put it together without the manual. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, gee, why are there screws left over? You know <laughs> Exactly. <laughs>
1: and it doesn't work right.
2: <laughs> thank right.
1: you for receiving more thank, of you.
0: Thank you. And thank you for the... Uh, Blowing your socks off? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I guess uh, it was not totally ex- uh, consciously. It was not expect. Well, then again, some got kind of, Yeah, I was kind of expecting it, but not to that degree, at least.
1: <laughs> this is why I enjoy doing what I do now. It's no, it's no effort to do it. Anybody can do it. Anybody can be. Anybody can be taught to do it.
0: I, I have to add this. Um, what you did this time had had a different feeling than the last time you did it. Um, like, you were right, it felt like you knocked my socks off, but it didn't feel like you hit me with a sledgehammer.
1: <laughs> nope. That's the other modality. Hit you with a sledgehammer. And then you wonder why, you know, what was the deal about the sledgehammer? Well, it's just their way of keeping you stuck because nothing ever cleared 100%. That's my interesting point of view on it.